Welcome to Creative Career Thinking, a space to think creatively about our careers. This is an inclusive space meant to empower your professional life and unlock your potential. And maybe it might also save you from one or two struggles navigating the corporate world. Welcome to one more episode of Creative Career Thinking. Thank you for joining me today as this is a, probably a too personal type of episode more than I would feel comfortable, but I'm going to do it anyway because I think that this is necessary. So I titled it Unemployment, a Creativity Boost or a Creativity Killer. What is it for you? Because actually I would really really like to know that's actually the question that i'm eager to explore with you the answer has eluded me in the past the relentless pace of survival and the constraints of financial resources always left little room for such contemplation or such exploration right and now it's a question a question mark today um as the circumstances have shifted a bit for me, I find myself in a position to explore that relationship between unemployment or unemployment gaps and maybe less productivity and creativity. And I have to report now it's been two weeks that I'm officially unemployed or almost three weeks. And my creativity is dead, which I don't know if it's what you were expecting to hear. That's not what I I was expecting to share myself. But the good news is that I'm very well aware of why. And knowing the why is helping me manage the anxiety of not being on my toes now for once that I own 100% of my time. And it makes sense if you think about it. You know, it's been too many years of hustling. And now when my body does not feel productive, I get on a low. Because it's a very different situation from where I've been in the past 15 years. And so I understand with no doubt why this is happening to me. And especially how my mind affects the creative process personally. And... I'm very curious um, to know how others live this experience and now realizing how little this is discussed. I think that there should be more talk about the process of unemployment and how that's lived by each individual. But it seems like it's a topic that's treated like a pest. (laughs) Wouldn't you agree? I should have brought in guests for this episode um, because this is something that I'm genuinely interested on. But I still notice how some people on LinkedIn have to justify why they are using the green banners of looking for work and explain they are not ashamed to use it. But if we feel the need to explain, it's because we also know and think that this is a topic treated by some like a pest. And the worst part is that deep down, we might even believe it. Hence the need of justifying it. Because that's how we were raised in society, in a structural system. 
that's not easily changed and it's not adapting to us, to the people, as fast as it should. And I'm going to give you an example because I'm just passionate about this topic and I'm going to de- deviate for a second of the main point of of this reflection and this episode. And it's about, you know, think about how long a woman, for example, has been able to procreate, but also equally not to procreate. But just now, the millennial generation brought attention to the non-procreation process, right? And introduced the the child-free term and lifestyle and a community giving visibility what life would be like, for example, without kids, which we haven't seen as frequently as we have seen, for example, um, what a life of a mom would look like, right? Whether it's on television, on the um, frame and photography aisle on, on Target with the family pictures and the kids and the, and the golden retriever or around us, right? Uh, or especially at the beginning of social media. So this is just uh, an example that came to my mind to reflect on how much work there is to do in debunking um, things that have not been normalized, right? Such unemployment and the unemployment gaps, which there has been certain discussion about um, unemployment gaps in, in resume. But think of how much and how fast our market, society, technologies have been evolving, but the structural workforce models and the systems remain almost the same and they don't kind of match with the realities, our realities, our new realities and the reality of a human being an individual nowadays. So, you know, just reflecting on this, I, I think that having gaps in one's resume or career career shouldn't it be actually kind of crucial you know i mean the creative sector for example inspired me so much because in my, in my opinion they do manage this more beautifully and fearlessly regardless of what the world thinks and there's something I always admire from the media and entertainment industry, which is driven by a different nature. And I have seen people adapt and succeed over and over, even when the odds seem slim. And thanks to them, really thanks to you, because I know that my audience in my little community is mostly um, and identifies as, as the creative audience. And I really have to thank you because in the way in which I'm approaching now, this space that I'm granting for myself is really inspired by all of you, by this community. And I also wanted to share because I think it's important and I think that many people will want to relate to this from the point of view of a human resources professional and a recruiter. To be fair, I've seen some progress in the last decade um, I have witnessed progress in which unemployment gaps are perceived since I started my career when I was young. Um, and definitely, in my opinion right now, there is a lit- little chance that somebody will ignore your resume just because of a gap, um, which is already a huge step, right? That there is parts of it that are being normalized and have been normalized. And so that makes me feel more reassured because I've experienced it myself and have seen it myself. 
And so I wanted to let you know too that we are going on the right path and that the advocacy that each of us exercises in this sense, it's going to be what's going to push the social movement to change. But I'm just sharing this in case you find yourself in a similar situation than mine and it gives you reassurance. You know, at least we no longer have to worry about that per se. I think that millennials are the ones that are normalizing a lot of the things that before they weren't. But, you know, I think that we still need to justify ourselves most of the time. And I wonder why. Why is it so weird? Why do we still need to justify ourselves so much when we find ourselves in this type of situations? of not being currently engaged with an employer? Why would I have to tell a stranger about my private health problems, for example, if this was the case as of why I stepped out of the workforce for a moment? Am I being hired for for what I do on my gaps? Or I'm here because of the great experience and value that I can provide to you right now? So, you know, I always reflect putting myself on the shoes of a job seeker and right in in life in my career journey I fluctuated sometimes being the job seeker and sometimes being you know the HR recruiter professional on top of my game and one of the things that I always found crucial in my profession is never forget how I feel as a job seeker so I do spend a lot of time reflecting on a lot of these things that then kind of fit on the way in which I behave at work and the way in which I engage with others in my profession. Because at the end of the day, my work is about building partnerships, trusting partnerships. And I find you can do that better when you are fully aware of yourself and can remove judgment too when you interact with others and understand better other situations. So anyway, for a change, what I wanted to do today, instead of bragging and telling you about my work history, uh, successes and accomplishments that I feel proud of, you know, like reactively, I would, you know, I could start selling myself to, to start becoming shinier for my next opportunity, but I don't feel like doing that today, you know? I want to talk about my unemployment gaps you know, I want to talk about that because nobody ever does. And I, it's my way to, to break that, that curse or that, that stigma around unemployment. And so I want to tell you about my unemployment gaps, a little bit the circumstances for it and how I managed um, during my career. It would be cool if I could invite guests into this topic and share experiences as well. So actually, if you are listening and you are someone that you find or have found yourself recently in a situation like that and would like to explore this topic, please contact me um, through my Instagram account in Creative Career Thinking and, and we can arrange something. Um, so, okay, let me tell you about my first unemployment time. It was actually a layoff. And so far, I only experienced one layoff in my career, and it happened in, 
I think it was around 2011 and I believe I was around 24 years old living in Spain and so you know I got a little severance package and moved to the US to start from scratch so that was the you know a big crazy life change that came out of that layoff um, in that during that time <clears throat> um, and those as you can imagine when I moved from Spain to the US those first couple of years became the biggest gaps in my resume because um, how long it took me to start a career there and I was doing things here and there but you know they were like it was not like having consistency on my on my career. Um, I got myself into uh, multiple different things to try to break into the market, to make it, to kind of get back on track in my career. Of course, at the beginning, you know, I wasn't speaking the language. Um, there was the um, the logistics of starting in a new country. Um, the stress the stress was high right even though the learning experience was priceless and you know never taking 10 steps back was so worth it and I could have never ever ever worked in the heart of the film industry in Hollywood if it wasn't for that change and those unfortunate experience and uncertainty that I experienced the first uh, between the first and the second year in the new country that were full of struggles and some of them I shared, um, I think, on the first episode of this podcast that was actually one of the major drivers of inspiration to start this project. But, you know, for me, that first year, the experiences that I had and even the first jobs that I had, you know, to me in my eyes, um, were such a huge learning experiences. But from the outside, it could be seen as as failures, right? Um but after overcoming those first couple of years, I was never unemployed until I left Disney, where I worked for seven plus years. So that came again, um, a situation of facing unemployment. But when I left Disney, um, even though I did not qualify for the financial you know, assistance program in California of unemployment, because I voluntarily left, um, but I only stayed with, without a job for a couple of months because in that occasion I was very prepared with a very strong um, determination and profile and so it was it was different um, I had been hunting for the right opportunity for a total of nine months before leaving Disney and in this instance, like I said, I was on top of my game with tons of clarity about what I wanted to find next, a strong plan to find that workplace that would give me at, um, at least five out of seven requirements. And so Getty Images came along, much what I was looking for, and I started with them very quickly, um, which that was like two or three years ago. And I remember during that time, I was feeling a little defeated because I was very picky on what I was looking for and I interviewed with really top companies with really good um, monetary offers you know that I had on the table and that I had rejected 
because of that strong vision that I had for myself and what is it really that I wanted to get from my next role and my next contribution in a company. And I can say now that it was the right decision. So the next employment time, the yeah, the next unemployment time is right now. So I guess that I had three um, in which are like very different situations and circumstances. And the situation that I'm at today, it's probably the most convoluted situation uh, that I have ever been in yet. Even though I decided once more to step out of the workforce for a minute due to unfortunate, you know, unfortunate personal circumstances that sometimes life throws at you, you know, those lemons that people talk about and it feels scary. Um, and it's a different situation that I've been in the past because I don't have that strong plan that I was telling you about, for example, um, when I transitioned from Disney to Getty. But also being here fully candid and fully honest with you is because, you know, I'm no longer that young and there is more pressure in regards to having your life together, right? And the guilt for dropping something that was really good, including that income level that I worked so hard to get to, only to drop it. So for two decades, um, you know, I have been on a hustle high and having burst of creativity when I'm on those highs. And now I'm on a low because I put myself in a completely different situation in life and my creativity is, is low too. Um, but like I mentioned in the beginning, I think that this is just because my body perceives my current situation as a, as a threat. <laughs> and, and, you know, as something scary because we are the girl with the strong clan. Um, and it's normal. I'm convinced of that. And so I want to give myself this time that I can allow with the space to see, you know, um, if this is true and if it comes back. And what happens if I just sit for a minute longer than what I've been in the past? What, what could happen? And, and so I think that I just need to teach new things to my brain and, and body. And I don't know if some other people that are listening to this might relate, but I was getting to the conclusion that I cannot operate in a situation with the same man's mindset, right? that I had before to what I was doing before in my case working a corporate high demanding job where you get very involved with the organization mentally because I worked in HR but I also you know hustled for a long time alone sort of outside my comfort zone which that brings a lot of struggles for obvious reasons um, if you live abroad and now reflecting, reflecting on it, my own story. And I'm aware, right? I ran to the hills of Hollywood by myself, worked there for a long time, big support, being supported by big brands and status. And of course my brain is freaking out and doesn't not understand just yet why the heart is making um, such decisions in an opposing direction to what on paper looks like success. So intellectually from the outside, it doesn't make sense. And I feel that that's 
what's going on right now in in my body i feel like my brain just needs more time to understand to trust and believe the rationale behind the decisions but they don't seem reasonable from the outside um so you know is it weird if i say i need an um an unemployment break to rewire my brain to prepare for the next phase of life so I can be sure of what I really want to hit next? Is it weird to say I want to learn to enjoy being unemployed to get healthier, to spend more time with my family, to experiment and explore creativity? In facing unemployment, there is so many different experiences that we can encounter. And that's why I feel like this should be spoken more of. It could be such a huge learning experience for for each other. Um, and you have a, a lot of like unwelcome companions. In my case, it's the guilt, which I already give you a hint of, right? But this guilt that it's like, intertwined with society's expectations and pressures when we navigate uncertainty and and you wonder why do I have to be like that why can't I be content and stay stable building what society deems as normal I'm 37 shouldn't I own a property by now I think that to start wrapping it up I'll say that I guess that there is an essence to each of us and which risk we can tolerate mixed with a thousand other factors that makes that makes each of us unique i'm not a person that takes high high risks but i do tend to take them as it relates to my career (laughs) taking chances i don't know if risks but chances you know and that's what drove me to start a life in a second language in a new country um and i have reinforced and taught my brain that actually chances are good for me as hard as they are and as much of of as much anxiety they might give me you know like i'll take a panic attack over staying too long in a situation where for example learning is stagnant as it relates to my career and this is just something that i have to accept of my personality <laughs> so let's start talking about unemployment accepting ourselves and our temporary circumstances that are uncomfortable but they will launch us into something else i commit to continue working on that for myself you know and embrace this phase of uncertainty i'll try to retrain my brain and um, understanding that I want to keep exploring other ways of living, find what works out for me at this moment in time for my current needs and take some time to reconnect with my roots after over a decade um, abroad. And, and anyway, um, each phase on employment is circumstantial and in, it can be lived in such different ways. Um, I understand you know, it can be also a certain uh, privilege on the way, you know, you might be able to sustain yourself as not everybody, you know, has one day to spare if savings are tight or if, if there aren't savings, which also happened to me in the past. It's a 
delicate subject, but here I just wanted to openly talk about the many forms of unemployment and make my contribution in removing fear in speaking about the topic. And that is really the purpose of this podcast today. Um, don't know if it's been maybe too philosophical or if it's one of those podcasts that nobody's gonna really listen to like gosh girl <laughs> who's gonna listen to all of this um overthinking um but anyway um i'll let you know how it goes i'll keep you posted i don't have a resolution to share with you of of what am i doing or how is this gonna play out for me i just want to test out my own experiment and, and convey that it's okay. I want to see if my creativity spikes while I'm in this situation, once I calm down my anxiety and nervous system and adapt and change the perception of my new situation, which I decided by myself while I figure out what I want to work next and where my contributions will be next. So I'll keep you posted Thank you so much if you've made it all the way through here. And please, uh, if you did and you know somebody that might be in a similar situation to mine, please, you are more than welcome to send me a message, a private message um, through Instagram, the Creative Career Thinking account. And I'll see you on the next ones. Um, I think you will also enjoy the next episodes because I've been waiting for a long time to get into the topic of networking and now that I'm gonna have the space to play in that field um, it's gonna be very interesting and it will bring a lot of value to you I'm convinced so I'll see you on the next ones and thank you again for being here